Welcome to the Permission to Play podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Lulu, your mindset mentor, fitness coach, professional potty mouth goofball, and gypsy soul currently based in California. If you've ever found yourself struggling with body image, emotional eating, lacking confidence, or maybe you're just needing some motivation, a new perspective, or just some inspiration to get that ass off the couch and in action, this is the place to be. Get ready to dive into the real shit, the deep, vulnerable conversation that most don't dare to step into, along with lots of health, nutrition, fitness tips and tools, lots of laughs at yours truly, and some pretty epic conversation with some super badass boss babe guests. No matter who you are or where you come from, this podcast will push you to grow and step into life powerfully. You'll be empowered to shift your mindset step into purposeful movement, and be inspired to finally give yourself permission to play. Hey there, cool cats. Welcome back to the Permission to Play podcast. Oh, I have missed doing this thing. It's so interesting how our minds work and no matter how much personal work I've done on myself, no matter how self-aware and conscious I may be, I am still so freaking human. It's annoying. It's like, why can't I just be this perfect human that does everything that I say I'm going to do and, you know, do just have all the energy all the time and not have life circumstance bother anything about how I think or feel or do or say, etc. right? <laughs> What the hell is she talking about, right? Okay, first of all, I'm so happy to be back. So much has happened in my personal life in the last couple months, and um, I'm just so happy to be back recording just by myself on this podcast. I absolutely love having guests on my podcast. I have so much to offer these women that I have here on Permission to Play, and I'm so grateful for them. And I also love, you know, chatting with you all by my lonesome, you know, attention on me. I like that shit, you know? Anyway, um, yeah, personally, lots of things have been going on for me. And isn't that life, right? Life, (laughs) it's so funny how us humans think that like, there's just going to be one day where everything's going to be perfect. Like it's kind of not our fault because society almost conditions us to be this way, right? With like the happy endings and fairy tales, especially for us women, like find Prince Charming, find the castle and live happily ever after, right? And as silly as it sounds when we say it out loud, we like believe it in our heads. Like we feel like when we get to this destination, when we reach this particular body weight, like we're going to be happy and everything's going to be great, right? Or once we have an X amount of dollars in the bank, like it's going to all be all right. When in fact, like we're living the human experience. I mean, I don't know why or how we're here, (laughs) but the human experience has good and bad, has positive and negative experience and circumstance, right? And that's what I want to talk about today, specifically on happiness. And, you know, before I started doing personal work and dove deep into personal development and spiritual growth and things like that. Like, I mean, I was just an average woman that wanted to succeed and do well and show up in life. And then also had my own struggles as I've shared on many episodes in this podcast. And, um, you know, I always thought 
too, that happiness was like the thing we're supposed to want and have. And if we weren't happy, something was wrong with us, right? And once I started digging into personal development and spiritual growth and things like I continued to believe that in the beginning for years, right? I've been doing this uh, personal growth thing. I would say obsession, like ever since I found breakthroughs in my life and like realizing that I don't have to repeat my old patterns that made me feel like shit or continue to binge eat. Like once I found my breakthroughs, I just have become addicted to personal growth. Plus I love helping people. So I'm so passionate about helping my girls and women overcome their shit, right? Um, But I want to say too that when I found personal development, I didn't really understand like the human condition and the way of the world. Meaning I thought that because I knew how my brain worked now, Now I know how consciousness works and your subconscious mind and your conscious mind and, you know, that your thoughts actually contribute to the way that you feel, you know, I thought that I can control that in that since I know now how the brain works and I know now all these books and tools and, you know, things that help me breath work and yoga and working out and meditation and just giving myself permission to take a nap, all these tools that I learned that have helped me so much and break through all my limiting beliefs and shit in life, right? Then I could be happy, right? Because our thoughts control our feelings, right? Regardless of the circumstance, house is burning down. It depends on how you think about the house burning down. That creates the feeling and emotion next, right? So in the beginning of my little journey here, when it started for a while, I used to think that like when I experienced negative emotion, something was wrong. Like my perfectionist brain, as ironic as it is, got even louder, It was like, Carissa, why aren't you happy? Like you have all these tools, you know, to help you be happy. And what's wrong with you? Why are you sad? Why are you angry? Why are you still irritable? You know, why do you just feel this like blah feeling like purposeless right now? Shouldn't you be happy? Didn't you do enough personal work? Didn't you invest thousands of dollars in those seminars and have tremendous life breakthroughs? (laughs) You know, like that was my reality. I was, I would get depressed about being depressed, right? I would shame myself for feeling shame. It would just like, you know, smack one thing on top of the other and just amplify because I didn't understand the reality of the world to its fullest extent, meaning I didn't understand really. I mean, I don't know why this works the way it does, but there's contrast, right? And there's good and bad in the the world. There really is, right? There's, you know, terrible tragedies that happen and there's absolute miracles that happen on this planet. There's negative and positive. There's like this polarity, right? These opposites. And it's necessary, why? I have no freaking idea. I am not God or universe or spirit, right? Um, so I don't have the answer, although through my 31 years of life, and especially in these last five years of growing myself on purpose um, and my brain, I've discovered through other mentors and coaching that there are both. And feeling negative emotion is normal, right? So it is unrealistic to think that we can find this happy place and be there all the time. Um, That will mostly create problems, right? That'll probably make us crazy as it did when I was first discovering myself and my conscious mind and my, my limiting beliefs and things like, I was like, why am I not happy? Something's really wrong with my brain, you know? And I want to invite you all to consider 
that nothing is freaking wrong with you. You are being a normal human, even when you show you're ugly, right? When you show your trauma, your irritation, your jealousy, all those darker sides of us, our shadow selves, like that is so normal for us to have. We are animals, people. We just can be aware of our own thinking, which is different from an actual dog, cat, lion, right? They just act. They kill and eat or they make love and play and, you know, recreate, right? So same thing with with us. I mean, hopefully it's not to that extreme as an animal, but we are animals, right? And, And the truth is there is good and bad in the world and you know, negative and positive. And I talk a lot about, and it might sound confusing for you if you're any of my clients or hear me say stuff on Instagram or even previous podcasts, how I say there is no good and bad. There just is, right? I truly believe that because what I'm talking about there is when I say that really in reference to food or when we're describing a person or an event, I'm really talking about the stories and opinions we create in our minds and we say out loud about people, places, things, right? Like broccoli is good or bad. Pizza is good or bad, right? Clean eating, dirty eating. Like when we start describing it and we create stories in our own mind and have opinion, right? Because we're all different, right? And then there's also the heavy conditioning that broccoli is so good and pizza is so bad, right? That's not true. Those are just stories we're creating about the pizza and broccoli when in fact they're just freaking pizza and they're just broccoli. Whatever we create in our minds about them, however we describe them, whatever our opinion is about them or it, they, whatever, that's It's not truth. It's just our own perception of those things or those people, right? So when I'm talking about there's no such thing as really good or bad, there just is, I mean it. And when we think about like the world and our experiences, right? When we lose a loved one, I'm not going to go and say, oh, there's no good and bad. It just is. Well, yeah, technically it is. But no, like you're a human being with emotion and love and compassion and losing someone you love is no fun that's bad, right? That's a, that's not a fun experience, especially if there's a tragedy, a tragedy in the world. There's things that are happening on the planet that aren't good, right? They're negative, maybe murder or, you know, any, any extreme like that, or even just abuse. That's not just abuse. You guys get my drift, right? What I'm trying to share is, is there's opposites. And as much as there's tragedy in the world, there's also miracles. So, I wanted to get clear on same thing with happiness, right, or joy or these feelings that we so desire to feel um, and often go to substance to create those feelings, right? Maybe it's alcohol or Netflix or shopping, whatever it is to get our fix of like dopamine, right? That also creates that good feeling inside that chemical in our bodies. But, you know, I... In my beginning of personal development, I really thought that I had to be happy all the time because I was finding answers to why, you know, I felt negative. So I should be able to control feeling positively, right? And I often preached, you know, early in my learning, you know, like you can be grateful even if someone dies. Like what is there to be grateful for? you know, what can you be grateful for? You can be grateful for your time with them. You know, say you lost, you know, God forbid your father, right? I would say things like, you know, like... I understand how you feel and, you know, be grateful for how, you know, the time that you had with your father or that you even had a father in the first place or like the memories that you share. Be grateful that you have, you know, these things to remember him by or, you know, that's just a random example. But 
I wasn't really understanding that it is important for us to be able to grieve or not just grieve. Maybe that's an extreme example, which is a totally real example with life on this planet. We do all pass on and die, right? And we do lose loved ones and it's hard for us. You know, it does not feel good. It feels bad. And it's so important for us to be able to, now as a coach, I'm really clear on because I coach more of life that it is important to be able to be with your negative emotions, right? Because the more that we shove our emotions away and don't like feel them, like if you're irritated, if you're irritated, you know, say like, you know, want to be at a certain, you know, position in your job or your career and like you're working your ass off and you just continue to procrastinate and you're just frustrated with yourself, right? Like feeling that frustration and that irritability it's okay. Like if you just ignored that you're frustrated with yourself and you're not moving forward, you're kind of stagnant, you're probably going to create more, you know, negative experiences for yourself and you're probably going to blow up somehow later or who knows what could happen. My point is, is it's so important for us to feel our feelings. And I also coach now, like don't sit and dwell in them forever, right? Like if you feel sad over a breakup, maybe that's real shit. Love is hard. Love is risky. You know, when that's why a lot of us have a lot of fear. If we've had past, you know, relationships or experiences where we were hurt by another person or, you know, we weren't chosen as the one forever and we loved that person romantically, right? And, and it ended. If we have negative experiences, our brain's going to remember that shit and our brain's going to hold on to it and keep it in our present moment to give us fear so that we survive and we don't repeat that shit that hurt, that was painful, that made us feel like we we're going to die, right? So, you know, if you're going through something like that now, it's so important to like be okay with like this is life, right? Life involves good and bad, right? Negative and positive emotions. We have to experience the contrast in order to know what joy feels like, know what serenity and love and passion and excitement feels like. We have to feel the boredom and like the, you know, the feeling of just it not being enough or feeling bored. I just said that, you know, I'll say it twice, right? Bored. (laughs) My point is, I think I think you get it. I hope that you understand what I'm saying because when we hide our feelings or suppress our emotions or, you know, try to just be grateful all the time, it's probably not going to work out. And I share that from experience and I share that from my own mentors and coaches um, in my, you know, the way that I coach now. And I don't think back when I thought, you know, gratitude can, you know, cure everything you know, that idea, I don't think that was totally terrible because it did serve me. I was able to be more optimistic and I still do believe that. I think that writing gratitude and really feeling it, feeling it, you can write a list all day long. You write a list, I'm grateful for a pencil, car, bed, right? But unless you feel the gratitude, it's not really gonna, you're just writing another list, right? So I think that that's definitely an amazing tool now. And especially if you're going through something hard, you can be grateful and also feel the negative feelings that you feel, right? Like maybe you feel grief or maybe you just feel sadness or maybe you just feel stagnant or uncertain, something that just doesn't feel good for you. You can also, you know, use gratitude, you know, to help you feel a little bit more neutral or better and don't ignore or suppress those negative emotions. So Again, team, really what on this podcast I wanted to share is that our goal should not, isn't it's not a healthy goal to want to be happy all of the time, 100% of the time happy, because that's not 
life, right? Human experience involves negative emotion. There's contrast, right? And what I suggest is building the tools in your toolbox and how to manage those emotions and don't sit in them, right? I remember back in the day before I had any tools in my toolbox in terms of, you know, personal development and to help myself feel better or grow through whatever I needed to grow through, Um, I would be depressed and I wouldn't get out of bed and I would not eat or I would eat everything, whatever the case, but I would sit in it for too long, right? When now I allow myself to feel how I'm feeling, if I'm angry with myself or someone else, or I sit with it with me and then, okay, what's my next action step? What can I learn from this experience? What is life trying to show me? Like how, whatever you want to make it mean, right? Um, if it's a failure, right? I always say there's no such thing as failing. It's okay to be upset. I mean, there is such thing as fail. Like say you wanted the job and you didn't get it or you, you know, on an interview, you didn't perform as well as you'd like to not perform, you know, just, just maybe you're really nervous and you said some silly things, whatever, you know, like maybe you didn't win the thing, the CrossFit competition or whatever, Technically, definition would be fail, but I invite you to look at things in life where you tell yourself or have been told that you're a failure because of X, Y, Z. Why not let it be a revelation? What can you learn from it? And I'm damn sure speaking to myself when I say this because <laughs> there's so many things that I just get can get down on myself on. And those are just thoughts. Remember, those are just thoughts. All that there is is this moment, your breath the things around you existing, just your existing and observing it all, everything else we create in our minds, right? And it's still the human experience because I don't make the rules, but we have like 60,000 freaking thoughts a day. And 95% of those are ruled by our subconscious, our total animal brain, monkey brain, just chattering all day long, repeating itself, trying to protect you. It's fear-based. It gets agitated. It's triggered. It's reactive. And that's how it goes. But the more you practice this awareness and consciousness, the more that you can have power over your choices, have power over how you react, have power over allowing yourself to feel a negative emotion or not, or suppressing it, right? And understanding that when we repress emotion and pretend that life's supposed to be perfect and happy, um, that it's probably not going to work out and it'll blow up somewhere, um, some way or another. And um, last thing I wanted to share before I wrap this up is one thing I love that I got from, I love the Life Coach School podcast. Definitely give it a listen. It was a podcast on good and bad. Recognizing that there is good and bad, not good or bad. Same thing with how you are or who you are. You aren't good or bad. You're good and bad. If we want to be really real and take ownership and responsibility of our actions and how we are, how we show up as a human being, like I'll speak for myself, I am good and bad. Sometimes I judge people and even as conscious as I am and I preach don't judge, I'm freaking human. I'd be a liar and a fat mouth if I said I never judged anything or anyone, right? Or there's part times when I'm impatient or irritable, you know, like there's times when I procrastinate and I say I'm going to do something and I don't honor my word, right? Or maybe I'm just super angry and have terrible thoughts about someone else. That's not good, right? That's bad. And there's parts of me that want to inspire the whole world and save the planet and feed hungry people and help the homeless. Like they're like be great and learn and expand. And those are great, good things about me. But and there's not or there's and there are the dark parts of me, my shadow, because guess what, family? I'm a human being. 
human being walking on this planet that's circling around a ball of fire floating in outer space what the hell is life right we're not going to go there today but again remembering that and will help you let go of shame and guilt i share often about shame and guilt and perfectionism and that like think that that idea that we just got to be good all the time like we can't be bad if we're bad we're going to go to hell right if we're bad we're going to be in trouble or if we're bad like everyone's going to leave us and not love us Truth is, team, we're all good and bad. So we can release that shame and guilt if you have done something that you feel bad about, right? How can you make amends? And are the people surrounding you, you know, open enough to receiving your forgiveness, receiving, you know, your love after making a mistake or hurting them, right? All of us are good and bad. Now, my, my our goal is to, you know, be more compassionate, loving than bad and evil, of course. But I think I'm blabbing at this point. I hope that you understand what I'm sharing is that all of us, this world, this planet, this life is good and bad. And that's just the way it is, right? And of course, our goal is to feel our best each day. And when you don't, that's okay. Allow yourself to just not feel your best today or maybe not the whole day for that moment or that time. Give yourself that space, reflect on it. Give yourself opportunity to journal about it. If you don't journal, I highly suggest it. Just write how you're feeling. Like, I'm so frustrated with myself. I commit to this and I don't finish it. Or I say I'm going to do this and I don't. Or I said this to her when I was angry and it hurt her feelings. And I'm so bad and wrong. But I can redeem myself. I can ask for forgiveness because I am good and bad. I am human. And I don't have to shame and guilt myself any longer. You do not have to be a product of your past. You can give yourself compassion just like you would a child, right? Just like you would someone you love. Forgive yourself just the same, okay? So again, happiness, like total complete heaven happiness on earth is just not realistic. Let's shoot for feeling good most of the time and also acknowledging our humanness, okay? I love you all. Go let yourself be human today. Most of all, go give yourself permission to play. One more thing before you go. I wanted to let you know that there are three spots open for my one-on-one personal coaching currently. It is November 2021 and I know the holidays used to be, oh my God, I used to be afraid of them. I, as much as I wanted to enjoy the holidays, I was afraid of Thanksgiving. I was afraid of Christmas. I was afraid of all the parties that were in between, right? And that was because I was so deep in my emotional eating, my binge eating. I had no control. And this caused me to fluctuate up and down 10 to 30 pounds in 10 years. And I just want to be there as a support for women who are currently feeling that way. Know that there is help, there is relief. And if you're interested in finding out what my one-on-one coaching entails, and if you want support during this holiday season, and to finally find freedom around food, please click the link that I provide in the show notes. And you can also send me an email, which will be provided in the show notes as well. So I'm taking about three girls for my one-on-one coaching and just send some questions to me. I'm here to support you. Sending love, blessings. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this episode motivated you to shift into a boss babe mindset, to move that body and to get out there and just show up powerfully. 
If Permission to Play podcast inspires you in any way, please share with the gals that you know will benefit from tuning in. Know that leaving a five-star review will help this podcast reach and impact more women who need to hear it. I'd absolutely love to hear your feedback and content requests in the comments. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss an episode. You all can find me on the gram with the handle at Carissa Lulu. And girl, do not be shy. Hit me in that DM. I get so excited to connect in real life. Just thanks again for tuning in. I'm so stoked that you're here. Now get out there, girl, and go give yourself permission to play.